It's Tuesday, September 13, 2022. Flash flooding, debris flow causing big problems for firefighters damaging their trucks and stranding drivers. Torrential rains break historic California heat wave, capping a summer of extreme heat. We are playing with fire. All reactors shut down at besieged Ukrainian nuclear plant. Plus... So today I ask my colleagues to stand up for our kids, for our grandchildren, and for future generations. Looming showdown over energy permitting reform in Congress. All of those showdowns and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It's been a brutal week in this town. Oh my God. It's like LA was like Death Valley with In-N-Out burgers. I mean. True. I was here. This is your Green News Report. People in this town are going to their hot yoga class to cool off. I mean, it's... Okay, Desi Doyen, we finally made it through the heat wave out here in Los Angeles, out here in California. It was terrible. It was endless. But it's finally ended. Yes, we've had some extreme swings in extreme weather. In Los Angeles, dozens of motorists were rescued after getting trapped by a mudslide, just one of several caused by remnants of Hurricane K in the Pacific, which also helpfully ended the historic heat wave in the state. We had to count on a hurricane to end our heat wave. Dozens of wildfires sparked by the intense heat continue to rage on, however, in the northwest, blanketing the region in hazardous smoke. That record-shattering 12-day heat wave in western states capped a summer of unprecedented extreme heat waves across the entire northern hemisphere. In Europe, summer 2022 was the hottest ever recorded since records began in the 1800s, according to the EU's Climate Monitoring Service. Gosh, I wonder how that happened. A new study warns that the Middle East is warming up twice as fast as the rest of the planet, meaning that 400 million people in the region are likely to face even more intense heat waves, more severe drought, more frequent sandstorms, crop failures, and water shortages in coming decades with profound impacts for the volatile region. Luckily, they've got a lot of oil to sell so they can afford the air conditioning. In other news, with the death of Queen Elizabeth in Britain, Prince Charles is now King Charles III. That has sparked questions about whether he will continue his decades-long advocacy for climate action and conservation in his new role. He actually has been kind of a champion for the climate, right? Since the 1970s. I'm no fan of the monarchy, but I'm a fan of people who are good on climate. But actual policy is set by the UK Parliament. In one of her first official acts, new Conservative Prime Minister Liz Truss ended England's ban on fracking, citing spiking energy costs triggered by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Off with her head. Truss also proposed freezing energy prices for two years and capping the energy bills of millions of households facing 80% price increases. Here in the U.S., a new study warns that rising seas are set to inundate millions of acres of our coastline within the next 30 years. The study by Climate Central combined tidal data with sea level rise projections and U.S. coastal property records to identify those most at risk. Yeah, so it's not just property on the coast. It's actual 
the house is and people who live there. Yes, and the analysis found that nearly 650,000 individual privately owned parcels are projected to fall below changing title boundaries by 2050. The biggest impacts will be on the Gulf Coast and Atlantic Coast. Well, they've got a lot of oil to sell there, so I'm sure they can help pay for moving everyone off the coast. In Congress, a big fight is brewing over permitting reform. Democrats are negotiating a bill to speed up the permitting process for various kinds of energy projects, both fossil and renewable, which was the price for getting coal state Senator Joe Manchin's vote for President Biden's climate bill, the Inflation Reduction Act. Late last week, a third of congressional Democrats came out against reported provisions in the bill, which they said would harm low-income and indigenous communities. On the Senate floor, independent Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont expressed his strong opposition to the side deal. I just ask you to think ahead 10, 15, 20 years. Think about the discussion you'll be having with your kids or your grandchildren when that young person looks you in the eye and says, Dad, Grandma, what did you do to save the planet? Finally, some good-ish news. External power has been restored to Ukraine's besieged Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, and employees have also successfully shut down the plant's last operating reactor. Russia's military actions in Ukraine repeatedly cut reliable external power supplies needed to prevent the reactors from overheating to the point of meltdown. The UN's International Atomic Energy Agency says both actions now significantly reduce the risk of a radiation disaster. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Are you ready for that great atomic power? Do you fear this man's invention that they call atomic power? We're all in great confusion.